Ladies and gentlemen, children and adults and everyone who's in between, welcome to a new episode of Fox in the Box. We have here today, after the first day of spring in Berlin, weather is still shitty, but still I hope that you are doing well. How about you, Philip? Are you doing well today? I'm doing okay, let's say it like this. Don't go too deep into this topic. Um, <laughs> Both of us are not in our best days, I think. It's not the best Sunday of our lives. But the day, it's still like one o'clock, so everything could change in the next hours. Yeah, let's see. Maybe it fits even with the topic. So today is also yeah. a very um, nice and interesting topic. Uh, a very big topic for us because it's the episode about the song Year Zero. And Year Zero is also the title of our EP. Genau. Genau. Which for non-German speakers means you're absolutely right. Year <laughs> uh, Zero, this song, this fabulous song that we wrote a while ago and we decided to name the EP with this, with this same name as the song. So today we're going to talk about it. And I would like to start by talking about what the song is about. Do you have a clue? You've been playing this song for ages, Philip. Do you have a clue what this song is about? Yeah, it's a, a song also from the very early days, already two years old. And the story is a very, very dark one, if I remember right. You are, again, you are the expert with the lyrics. So I think you have to explain a bit more detailed about the story. I think it was about a very specific country and a very evil situation there. Yes, you are right. So this song, essentially the song is about abusive relationships. But that that's a bit of a twist in uh, what what I really wanted to write about and sing about. Um, it came from, well, I read a book maybe six years ago, I think, called The Killing Fields. I don't remember the author right now, but it's a, song, a, a book that talking about the Khmer Rouge. Apologize if I'm not pronouncing this correctly for all the French speakers out there. <laughs> um, that it's about this uh, genocidal regime that took to power in Cambodia in 1975. And it's, it's insane. Um, like in, in, within four years, they exterminated 25% of the population. And when I read this book, I was really blown away by, by how, yeah, obviously how intense the whole situation is and how inhumane it was. And it stayed in my mind for ages, right? Still, still to this day. I think there's a movie, but I never watched the movie. And what happened was I wrote, I started writing Year Zero right about the same time I was writing Survivor. And if we're going to talk about Survivor in the next episode, but there was a trip that uh, my girlfriend and I did to Vietnam. And um, there was some sort of association in my mind between, of course, Vietnam and Cambodia are very different countries, but because of the geographical proximity, um, there was a bit of, you know, curiosity on our side also in understanding, oh, Cambodia, what, what's going on in there? And then it was so, it was kind of the trip was the trigger to remember about the book and, you know, uh, think that it could be an interesting topic to talk about. Um, and all this combined, why it's called Year Zero, what, what it has to do with the whole Cambodia situation. It is because the, when the Khmer Rouge took to power, 
they named the first year of power as year zero. And I find it fascinating, the concept of year zero, because it is a political notion as well. I think in the French Revolution, when they um, uh, removed the, the monarchy, they also called the first year of the revolution as year zero. And also the Catholic Church has a year, uh, doesn't have a year zero, right? It's only year one. It's either before or after uh, Christ. So I think all of those... The, the, the meaning of it being in my mind as a, a reset, right? Like this moment where you throw away everything else that came before and you just start from scratch. And of course, with a very bad twist in the sense of the Khmer Rouge, but I thought that this title was is very powerful. That is the background. Yeah, a very, very interesting story. Very dark and also what I find crazy is that it's not very long ago it's um, not even 50 years ago so yeah it's, it's crazy pretty insane if you think of this would you also say that this is a du dualistic what was the word i forgot it dualistic lyric writing yeah i think dualistic yeah yeah what would be the the other side of uh, of the lyric meaning then it's pretty much talking about an abusive relationship so if you if you read the lyrics it's like of kind of a, a person talking to another person and one of them, like the, the the person who's not the victim, so to say, is offering all sorts of conditions to make, uh, let's say, person A and person B. So person A is offering all sorts of conditions for person B to be happy, right? So it's, the song starts saying, all the things you wish to have, all the dreams you ever dreamed of are yours, as long as you're mine. And then it moves on giving all those conditional situations. Like you can you can try to hide from me, but I will have, always be following you. So it is pretty much an abusive relationship of person A is abusing person B, but because of the benefits that person A promises, uh, the other person falls, falls for it, right? Um, and this is just a way of, was my way of trying to make the topic more digestible digestible i guess you know it's i as i probably discussed before with you many times i don't i'm not a big fan at least until now of writing songs that are extremely explicit i like this this mystery thing within so on the essence if you don't know the whole background story that i just shared now about the cambodia regime and so on essentially the song feels like it's an abusive relationship between two people that could be applied to any sort of human relationship you can imagine I didn't thought about this dualistic part in this song. For me, it always was so strongly connected to the to the story that I never thought about uh, the other part. Probably because I told you right away, right this this background. Yeah, yeah, and it really is uh, also really stuck in my mind when you first told me the story. Do you know, by the way, the title of the movie? Maybe we can link it in the show notes afterwards for people who are interested in the story. I think it's the same name of as the book. I think it's The Killing Fields. Mm, okay. So it's a it's a movie from 1984 by director Roland Joffe. Yeah. Okay. So we will put interesting links especially also to this book in the show notes so for everyone who's interested in this story and wants to know more can check it out afterwards if you want. Yes, I definitely recommend it. It's by an author called Christopher Hudson.
let's talk about the connection to the whole EP because we decided to yeah, call the EP Year Zero and not just the one song. Do you remember how this came into place? I was about to ask you because you're the guy who suggested it. <laughs> you said, we were discussing the names of the EP and I was bringing random names and you were like, why don't we call it Year Zero? I was like, hmm, that's a nice idea. And I, I'm not sure if you had, if the, the end goal that we currently go for with this name is what you had in mind when you suggested. Was it the case? Yeah, I felt, I think the first thing was that I liked the idea to take a name that we already have because finding names is always a very intense process and especially for a whole EP, I think it's it can get very stressful, especially when you try to find something together. So... I remember that I like the idea of calling it Year Zero because it's uh, like a feels like a beginning, like zero, like really starting at the beginning of something. And f for us, I think this EP is pretty much the start. It's the first songs that we recorded together. It's our debut EP, so I think it fits perfectly fine to call it Year Zero. And it's even nicer to have the connection to the song, which is already on the CD, so or on the EP, so. Yeah, that was the thought that I had behind it. Yeah, it was spot on. And I think you were, you were also bringing this, always bringing the idea of the simplicity of like, okay, let's maybe use something we already have instead of creating something That's because I'm lazy. And complicating. Yeah, yeah. Smart lazy. <laughs> and I, I dig it. And at the end of the day, everything is connected, right? Because year zero could also work out for the whole situation we're living right now with the pandemic, I think. It's it's both a reflection of the band, of being a new beginning for us, or a proper beginning. But I think also, as much as this, the EP is not a concept art, like there's no clear relationship between each of the songs, I think it ties the whole package super well, in my opinion. Yeah. With the whole reflection of, yeah, you know, new beginnings now, are we going to make stuff differently now after this is happening or are we going to just continue the way it was before right yeah and what i find that coincident very interesting is that it also fits with the whole situation we have now since one year with corona and the virus and lockdowns um and we never planned that before i mean the title was pretty clear already before i don't know if it was during the corona time that we decided for the album t title but I mean the song Year Zero existed already longer and I think it yeah. fits very very well also with the situation to everyone now who's kind of uh, needs to rethink everything and yeah also m reset some parts in his life and think okay maybe I have to do this differently because it's it's not possible anymore or th yeah things are changing which can be negative but also positive do you have any experience with this like that you have the feeling during Corona there were things where you were like, okay, I have to completely reset this or restart and rethink things new? I think it a lot, a lot that I have in that regard is about the way I act as a consumer. For example, how, how I make decisions with my resources, especially money, because I think that the impact of what's being, why it started with the whole pandemic, it has a lot to do with the imbalance in the environment, right? Our impact um, in the environment, because of this, this whole thing that started with the bats and so on. Was it with the bats? I don't remember. Um, 
that the, the, in the beginning of the coronavirus um, spread over. I think it's because of, um, how, what's the word again for this, the expression? Um, it's like open air markets where they slaughter animals, uh, exotic animals in uh, Asia. Mm, I know and what you mean by that's, don't, don't title. Yeah, I don't remember the word now, but um, so to, to, to cut it short, I think I've, I've been resetting a lot the, the way I make decisions when consuming things, right? So um, what kind of product I'm going to buy? What's the impact in the environment? I think this is the most important thing. Right? I've, I've, there's obviously the more pressing things of, you know, you wearing a mask and not throwing parties and blah, blah, blah. But uh, this is more on the long term, like, okay, eventually when this pandemic is over, Uh, certain behaviors need to change. And I personally need to reset the way I think about buying things, about contributing to certain areas of society, right? Donating more to organizations that are doing, that are like a nonprofit, but are doing a very essential job in that regard and so on. I think that's the first thing that comes to my mind. What about you? Do you have anything you you would reset if you could or you already reset? Yeah, I mean, um, I think the point you mentioned was already a very important one to me as well. I was also rethinking a lot of things, especially with consuming things. And yeah, I I don't have so much to add, but like what I just wish more is that, that everyone is uh, getting to this point and like the, um, more people do this so that you really uh, afterwards after the pandemic that you really can see that things change long term and not just in this time i'm i'm doubting a bit because i have the feeling that people are yeah they can quickly get to uh, back to their old habits but on the other hand i strongly believe in this and hope that there are some positive aspects of this time that can stay afterwards as well although it's we also just talk about positive things i mean there are also many negative things so um where you uh yeah where people have also bad times stuff that's something not to forget so uh, yeah and generally that, that's how i can conclude it um, i wouldn't add something from my side but there are many things but that would uh, also take some time to talk about all of this but yeah i just hope that it's leads to yeah a more thinkful environment uh, of people that everyone is a bit more taking care also taking care of others we talked about before that the mask is actually a very nice symbol because mm -hmm. it's it's meaning that you are protecting someone else and that you're not just looking for yourself and i mean how how cool is that that you can the only way to protect yourself is to protect others that's something very beautiful Yeah, yeah. I think this whole thing is forcing us to think how we uh, behave collectively, right? I've I've come to very sad conclusions about this, but still, uh, there is a bit of hope, I guess. Yeah. Year Zero comes out in three weeks, and it is not coming alone. It comes with a whole package of the full EP with all the five songs. So including the three singles that already came out, Pride, Nightcrawler and Change. Yes, anything else to add? Maybe where? Where can I find it, Caio? Yeah, you can pre-save the EP from the 7th of May, two weeks before. And you can find our content mostly on 
Spotify, Bandcamp, and YouTube. Those are the three platforms we're releasing stuff more often. But for streaming, if you use any other service, you can find in many others like Apple Music and Deezer and so on. And yeah, if you like the show, share with friends. Mostly, as we always say, reach out to us. We love having some, some nice chats with new people, new friends. And yeah, Philip, anything else to add? No. All right, <laughs> with the snow, <laughs> we say goodbye and see you next time. Stay safe, take care. Tschüss. Bye.